Let me see you put them up. Reach the sky, touch the stars up above. Cause it's one time for the underdog. I'm Patrick Bedev, your host of ITM, and today I'm going to talk to you about why immigrants like myself dream, they almost fantasize of one day coming to America. I get a chance to share with you my thoughts for 20 minutes, okay, for what it's worth. I'm a regular guy, I'm an insurance guy, but I, I get a chance to share with you my thoughts, and I, and I, by the way, just so you know, I don't prepare any of this message, and one reason I don't prepare it. Here's why I don't prepare it, not because I can do it without having to prepare it. I write couple points and I said speak from the heart and whatever comes out is whatever comes out and I'm gonna tell you what's on my mind today um, and hopefully from there some of you guys will understand that this is this is truly not a business only to start a business to make money look you need to make millions there's nothing wrong with it don't ever feel guilty about making millions but making millions or tens of millions or some in the room who are gonna make hundreds and a few are gonna make billions it's great if you do something with it. If you don't do something with it, it's empty, it's shallow, it's draining, you die, your casket is just a little bit more expensive, it's just a little bit nicer, the people is just a nicer eulogy, maybe a couple celebrities show up and your money's left behind and it's great, all the cars gets passed on to somebody else, the homes get passed on to somebody else, you're gonna give it to your kids, to your niece, to your nephew, that's great. It's phenomenal. You made a great impact on the world, but I think there's a little bit more than that. You know, right now, we're all dealing with election time, right? We're going to be deciding a new president. Between now and the next time we have a convention, we have a new president, just so you know that. Between now and the next time we have our convention, we have a new president. And some of you guys in the room, maybe Democrats. Some of you guys in the room, maybe Republicans. Some of you guys in the room, maybe Libertarian. Some of you guys may be Independent. And some of you guys could give a rat's you know what about politics. It's totally fine. I do think it's important to know what's going on in the world. I do think it's important to know what's going on with America. I do think it's important to pay attention to it. I do think it's important to uh, study politics, to make educated decisions. I really do think that, that it's important for us to do that, especially if you have kids. I got two boys and I got one on the way. They're counting on their father to make the right choices. They're counting on their father to study and make the right votes. They're counting on their father to vote in the right leader in the House, in Senate, in governorship, in presidency, in VP, in all of that stuff. They're truly counting on me. And I take that very serious. One of the leaders early, I was walking around and I called a lot of people out, especially the MDs. I said, how come you're not in the breakout meeting? And one of the guys texts me and he said, he said, Patrick, I just want you to realize, man, I appreciate you calling me out, but I got this, 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 that. And you know, all this stuff he said to me, and I, one of the guys I respect the most, I said, I want you to understand something. You don't have to go into the meetings. You don't even have to listen to anything I'm telling you. But I want you to know one thing. When you go to your city and someone asks you what company you're a part of, and the first thing they do, they want to go and check the CEO, who your CEO is, I want you to know, I don't just say I'm a business owner and I don't care what you think about me. I can do whatever I do. No, before I'm a business owner, I chose to be a leader before being a business owner. And to make a decision to be a leader before a business owner, a business owner, you could do it and it's only about you. A leader, you could do it and it's about the people. Gaines said something very special when he said, what's the difference between a legend and a hero? He said, a legend does something incredible in the world for himself. 
a hero does something incredible in the world for others. I want you to know the pure intention of this company is to give birth to a lot of heroes to make an impact in billions of people's lives around the world. That's the purpose of this company. Money's gonna be made. Ferraris are gonna be driven. Lamborghinis are gonna be owned. 10, 20, 30,000 square foot homes are gonna be owned. Traveling all over the world's gonna happen. Presidents are gonna be at our conventions. I was speaking to one of our guys, I said, if we have 5,000 registrations, next year at our July convention, we could have Clinton, Bush, and Michael Jordan at our convention if we chose to do that. We can have Alicia Keys performing at our convention. Can you imagine Alicia Keys singing, Fallen? I keep on falling. Oh my gosh, I'll go crazy. Woman's worth, who knows what I'm talking about, right, with all those songs. I visualize it all the time. There's only three songs I heard in my life that I had to stop. My body really shook. One of them was Sting, Desert Rose. Who remembers that song, right? When, when Chep Mame said what he said, and then all of a sudden I stopped. I said, what was that all about? I came back from the kitchen. I'm broke living in Granada Hills with my dad my sisters. I'm like, who is that guy? And he's doing the whole voice. If I do it right now, all you guys would walk out. But you know which one I'm talking about, right? And I said, I literally stopped. The other one was uh, Wycliffe. And uh, Carlos Santana, Maria, Maria. Who remembers that? Remember that one? That's a whole different story, right? I heard that. I said, my goodness, man. That's a good song. And then the other one was Fallen with, with Alicia Keys. Babe, I have to tell you, that song had a big impact on my life, right? That song was a song. Anyone remembers the first time you heard Alicia Keys sing Fallen? Her voice is angelic, man. It's amazing. I want to sit literally right there and listen to her sing to all of us. Three songs is all I want. You know how much that's worth? A quarter million dollars. I want to pay for that. Can you imagine you invite people to a convention? Can you imagine you invite people to a convention and you say, oh, by the way, our convention is going to be President Clinton, Bush. Why are you having both of them? Screw it. We like to confuse ourselves. We brought both of them. You know, and, and on top of that, we're going to have Jordan be there. And we're going to have Alicia Keys perform a few songs. Is this a concert or what do you guys do? We sell life insurance, but come on down, bro. So can you imagine that invitation, right? So look, 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 all this stuff said and done, I started with politics, I told you this stuff, I want to wrap it up here for you to be thinking about this. Um, politicians are great at selling us, they're very good at selling us. I think media is 10 times better than politicians at selling us. And I have lived in different economic systems, I have. I lived in a family where my mother believed in communism and my father believed in imperialism. I am going to be telling this story till someone stops me from telling this story. You're either going to have to stop freedom of assembly to stop this man from telling this story. I am not going to stop telling this story. I saw Karl Marx in his book on what he wrote, on what he felt was a perfect economic system for a country to run, which destroyed Russia and killed 20 million people. That's communism. And I watched what capitalism did in America that made, stand up if you are not Caucasian. Stand up if you are not Caucasian and you were not born in America. Stand up, look at this. I, I don't know if you know or not. Stand up if you, look at this. Okay, stand up if you're not Caucasian, your parents weren't born in America. Stand up if your parents weren't born in America. Do you know why you're in America? Let me explain to you why you're in America. Let me simplify why you're in America. Listen to me, listen to me. Wait, hear me out. Even the people that 
don't like what I'm telling you right now. The reason why you're in America is because of capitalism. The reason why you're in America is because of free enterprise. The reason why you're in America is because of the freedom of religion, assembly, opinion, whatever you want to say. That's why you're in America. Believe it or not, that's why you're in America. Please grab seats. 40 million immigrants live in America. Number one country in the world. Number two is Russia, 11 million people. Why? Why is that? Well, let, let me say something so hopefully this will stay with your mind as you hear people getting up on stage and talking about the tax system and our tax code system. We're going to make it 90% and all this other mess and we need to give all these programs that are free and it sounds so noble and young people tend to buy it because young people haven't yet had a chance of having somebody who works less than them take a position over them. You haven't yet been fired or laid off by somebody who doesn't work that hard, who just has a political power over you that you got fired and you realize that wasn't fair. Wait till that happens to you. Wait till that happens to you. Listen, we still are the greatest country. We are still a capitalistic nation. Wait, wait. But you got to understand this. Listen to me. Reagan met with Gorbachev. Russia switched to capitalism. Their government's still communism. Their economic system is capitalism. Wait. China made a statement in the World Olympics about nine years ago. If you remember how incredible of an opening show they did. I don't know if you remember that. Eight, nine years ago. Most incredible opening show they ever did. They were a communistic nation. Now they're a capitalistic nation. They were all about communism. Now they're about capitalism. Why are they converting capitalism? I went to Panama. Panama's unemployment rate is 2.3%. They're a capitalistic nation. 2.3% unemployment. Everyone in Panama would tell me we follow the American system because we believe in capitalism and free enterprise because it works. Now, here's the thing to think about. What do you think is harder to do? Do you think it's harder to convert a nation who believes in communism or socialism to convert them to capitalism? Or do you think it's harder to convert a nation from capitalism to socialism, communism. Which do you think is harder to do? This one or this one? Raise your hand if you say this one. Raise your hand if you say this one. Raise your hand if you say this one. So you think it's harder to go from capitalism to socialism, communism. Let me explain to you why I say it's this one. You don't have to agree with me, but let me make my case. The reason why it's harder to do this is very simple. The moment a parent continuously gives a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars to his kid for five, ten, twenty years, and then that mom or dad decides to stop, this kid's been relying on that money for 10, 20, 30 years. He's already entitled. It's very hard to do. But a nation like this, who has had a formula that's worked, that's created the nation trillions of dollars, and all of a sudden we have this money, somebody can get elected and say, all of this money we have, I bet if I start giving free stuff to everybody, they'll elect me. It's so easy to go like this. It's so easy to go like this. Now, here's the thing. Some people come back to me, and Robert said yesterday, he says, look, I do think the nation needs to have a free public system, a public educational system. I think so. I do believe a nation needs to have a military. Yeah, of course. We need to be free. We need to be safe. We need to be protected. Of course they do. I think the nation needs to have some kind of a health care program. Sure they do. But then where does it stop? How many of you guys see a 35-year-old still living with mom and dad and expecting mom and dad to take care of their money? Let me ask you. Let me ask you. What do you think about that person? What do you think about that person? Honestly, state the name. What do you think about that person? Lazy, all these other names. Now watch this. Watch this. What do you think about a 67-year-old 
that lives with his uh, son and daughter. What's the problem with that? Nothing. They pay the price. No one is saying, let's not take care of our seniors. All we're saying is, the 35-year-olds that want to constantly rely on the system to take care of them, we cannot do that anymore. We can't constantly give you free programs. You got to get off your butt and go to work. You can't constantly be relying on everybody to take care of you. You can't constantly expect everybody to give you a free phone, free house, free cars, free daycare, free Medicare, free all. You can't expect that. I don't want you to expect it from me now. Patrick, you're being so cold. What if somebody has some health issues? Don't give me the exception of 1% or 1.001%. I'm talking about the 95% who have become entitled. And I want you to know this. The same way you raise your kids where you think they need to eventually get up and go do their own thing, we need to start doing that with our adults. And somebody gets up and wants to vote and say college needs to be free. High school needs to be free. This needs to be free. If you vote me, everything's going to be free. 22-year-olds say, he's the most noble man in the world. Let me vote for him. And then 55-year-olds that are creating jobs, and here we are at our company, we give the biggest raises to our staff. Minimum this year, we give a 20% raise to all of our staff. 20% raise to all of our staff. Our chief compliance officer is the highest paid chief compliance officer in the marketplace. Why are we doing that? How proud are you of that, by the way? Hey, Amor, was that not promised to you day one? He's the highest paid chief, chief compliance officer in the marketplace. Marlon Tinkerin, they're going to make a lot of money next year. You look at Mario's face when you ask him about it. Matter of fact, ask Monica about the race he got. So why does that happen? Because it's called capitalism. Because if we go to Texas, I don't have to pay the 13%. I gave them the raise. So when people say, oh, capitalism is this and all this other stuff. Now, listen. People say cops are bad people. Maybe 2% of them. But I don't let 98% of people dictate my opinion about good cops. People say military people kill people, sniper, all this other kind of crap. I do not let 2% of people dictate my opinion about military. All pastors, all they do is abuse kids and molest them and sleep with members. And all. I do not let 2% of pastors dictate my opinion about the 98% of pastors. All parents, all they do is do this to their kids. I do not let 2%. Stop letting the exception dictate your opinion about politics, economic system, financial system, all of these entitlement programs. Don't let the 1%, the 2% entitlement, all this stuff that they sell you on, don't let it convince you of the way you vote. Don't let it do it. But they're very good at it. They're very good at it. They're exceptionally good at it. And unfortunately, I only have control over so many people I can... Uh, 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 influence vote-wise. Vote Some of you guys are going to sit here and you're going to say, I think Hillary's a great person to vote for. Some of you guys are going to say, oh my God, it's Bernie Sanders. He's amazing. Feel the burn. You know what I'm saying? Oof, he's amazing. Some of you guys are going to say, oh, for me, for me, my guy is Ted Cruz. I like Ted Cruz. Some of you guys will say, I hate Ted Cruz. Some of you guys say, dude, Donald Trump. I just love Trump, man, but I got to keep it a secret. Because when I say to my family, they get so irritated, but I love Trump. Shh, I love Trump. My guy is Rubio. He's young. He's Hispanic. I love the guy, bro. Look, I look at trends. I look at who gets up and says whatever they want to do to earn my vote. That's the person I don't vote, vote for. I don't vote for the person that says anything to get my vote. I have a big problem with that. When Jennifer and I were dating initially, I did not tell her what she wanted to hear. I told her who I was, 
67 times I asked her, are you sure you want to marry me? And she would say, why do you keep asking me that? I said, because you don't understand the life I want to build. I want to build an incredible life. I have one shot at this thing. You don't know what my mom and dad did to bring me to America. I don't think you really feel the, burn, the fire in my belly on what I owe those guys. Till the day I am buried, all I think about is I got to pay back my mom and dad's sacrifice of bringing me to America. I'm going to do it. So when my wife and I had that conversation together, when my wife and I had that conversation together, then all of a sudden she says, no, I'm with you. I said, great, because I just want you to know whatever you want is yours. Whatever you want is yours, but don't expect the nine-to-five guy you marry. Don't expect the lifestyle of the rich and famous with a guy coming home at five o'clock. It ain't going to happen. You want a nine-to-five guy living in an apartment? There's plenty of guys out there. That's not this guy. But I'm going to give everything I got. I'm going to take it very serious to be faithful to you. Don't think for a moment, guys, I'm a man, and, and, and allow, you, know, you understand that men like women, and you understand we're kind of weird, and you understand that men also have temptations, and we have weaknesses. Anybody tells you they're perfect and they're God, Jesus, those are the people you want to stay away from because they're the real ones that have the problems. I get tempted. I see beautiful women here. I see a lot of different things that happen. I see the conversation sometimes people say to me in my ear, but I'm sorry, man. My crusade is much bigger than your beauty. What I want to do in my life is much bigger than that. I can't fall for that. And I have a lot of great friendships in the company. Lots of them. I have a lot of them. By the way, don't, don't, you want to understand this. I didn't tell you I'm, I'm perfect, any of that stuff. Uh-uh. Don't put me on the spotlight being perfect. I'm just telling you, I'm committed to that woman. I'm committed to my kids. My kids expect an incredible father. My kids expect an incredible father to deliver, to, to not just love on them all the time. I got to love on them. And sometimes I need to sit down and have that talk. And the most painful thing to do with your kids sometimes is give them a papa because instead of their hand getting red, your hand gets red and I lose sleep at night. I think about it tossing and turning and all this stuff. It hurts me. I think about it all day, the next day, the following day. It hurts me. I am in pain. I don't like the look on their faces. But they need to be leaders when I'm dead one day. They can't just rely on this guy. And the same thing needs to happen with our economical system where the next generation can run this country to continuously be the greatest country in the world because of the right decisions you and I made. That's what we need to do. So I certainly hope when you hear my message here, by the way, just know this. If you're in the room, you're someone's father, husband, wife, auntie, the smart uncle. You know the smart uncle that has a lot of degrees that's broke. If you're one of those guys, whatever, it's totally fine. You're welcome here as well. We have, we have good people here. It's really not the company that we just want to make money and do all that stuff, okay? We cannot help ourselves from talking about this. So if anything I just said is important to you, I just want to encourage you to tonight to realize that you got to make money. The only reason it's very important to make money is to what are you going to do with the money. The other reason why it's important to make money is your microphone gets bigger. People listen to you. You have credibility. People tend to listen to people with money. You got to make money for that reason. You got to have a few million in the bank. You got to have that stuff because it validates your voice, your opinion about things. They just listen to you more. But I have very simple vision. It's bringing back the free enterprise system and hope to American families. Until the day I'm dead, I'm going to be talking about this. No one can stop me from talking about this. I'm going to continuously inspire people and encourage people. And with the help of our leaders, we will continuously encourage other people to take the risk of becoming an entrepreneur and challenge them to step up and realize the moment you start making money on your own, your dreams will come true. You will look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am so 
proud of you. Your wife's going to say, babe, I married a total stud. Your kids are going to say, my daddy's my hero. My mommy's my hero. Your grandkids are going to talk about you forever. Your great-grandkids are going to have a picture of you on the wall saying, I want to be like my grandma. I want to be like my grandfather. And when you're dead and we're dead in heaven, I don't know if Jesus or God is going to have you know, wine or not. I hope he has some wine because I heard some stories in the Bible. He likes wine. Let's just say he's got wine. We're going to sit up there and we're going to be all wrinkled up. Maybe you're going to be young again with nice muscles. I hope they have that like in, you know, good gyms. It sounds like everyone's going to look good. So there's probably like nice gyms and yoga and some of that stuff in heaven. We'll see what's going to happen. We're going to sit there and we're going to say, hey, bro, it's my kid. Look, look, look. Did you hear what he just said? What did he say? He said he's proud of his daddy. Woo! Look what my girl just said. What'd she say? She said, Daddy, I'm proud of you. Oh, doesn't that just feel good? Give me a high five. Pow. That's going to be heaven for us. That's the life I signed up for. Which life you want to sign up for? If you want to sign up for that life, let's go change the world together. That's what we want to do with PHP. That's why the leaders here invited you to come and join us on this incredible journey with this incredible company called People Helping People. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.